is Offhand with Steven and Lydia. I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome Welcome back. We're so excited that you joined us. Yes. We Should won't we start with our show. That's what I was kind of wondering. Ah, well, yeah. I was thinking the same. We would love to shout out to our new puppet podster friends from- or our old ones too that came back to camp. Yes. Yes. That's right. Also that. So if you were at Pleasant Valley Bible Camp with us this summer, <gasps> hi. We had a great week with you. Yeah. So much fun. Thanks for being our friends. Yeah. We loved singing with you and telling jokes. Oh, yeah, man. And, of course, we loved to tell you all about Jesus and what he says in his word, the Bible. Yeah. We hope you remember those things and and you take it with you. Don't just leave it at camp. Yeah. Yeah, because it's important for all of your life, not just a week. So, yeah. Yes. So, if you are just joining us for the summer series of podcasts, um, we have been doing a little series for the summer. I mean, I wonder how many times I can say that in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> we we call it Miracle Animals of the Bible. And if, you, if this is your first podcast, you might want to go back and listen to the other ones that we've done, a few, the few previous of the, this, to this one, because they were very interesting. Oh, yes. And miraculous. This one is going to be very interesting, too, although yeah. I don't think Lydia is going to like it too It's not much. my fave. Not my favorite. I think it's pretty great. You would. Yeah. Yeah. This is um, the animal of the of this podcast, the this miracle, these miracle animals are snakes. Yes. Snakes. I hate snakes. <laughs> so we have snakes are pretty cool. A set of snakes for this podcast. Yeah, we have a story that comes from the Old Testament and we also have a story that comes from the New Testament. Yeah, which is pretty cool. God ties his own Bible together. Yes. Both times, these cool miracle snakes were used by God to show a sign to the people yeah. for their unbelief. So, Stephen's going to read us our Old Testament passage yeah. story thing. Yep. <laughs> Found in the book of Exodus... Chapter 4, and I'm going to read from verses 1 through 5, and then the end of the chapter, 50 and 31. Then Moses answered, But behold, they will not believe me or listen to my voice, for they will say, The Lord did not appear to you. The Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? And he said, A staff. And he said, Throw it on the ground. So he threw it on the ground, and it became a serpent, Ugh. and Moses ran from it. Mo- yeah. Moses was scared of snakes. Yes, <laughs> smart guy. But the Lord said to Moses, put out your hand and catch it by the tail. So he put out his hand and caught it, and it became a staff in his hand, that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. <laughs> And then at the end here, verses 30 and 31, Aaron, now this is Aaron, Moses' brother. Okay. Aaron spoke all the words that the Lord had spoken to Moses and did the signs in the sight of the people. And the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the people of Israel and that he had seen their affliction, they bowed their heads and worshipped. Cool. Yeah. Uh, And now there's one more story in the same book of Exodus, but chapter 7. 
verses 8 through 13. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When Pharaoh says to you, Prove yourselves by working a miracle, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your staff and cast it down before Pharaoh, that it may become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord commanded. Aaron cast down his staff before Pharaoh and his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh summoned his wise men and the sorcerers, and they, the magicians of Egypt, also did the same by their secret arts. What? For each man cast down his staff, and they became serpents. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Still Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them as the Lord had said. Oh, man. So in this instance... Pharaoh still didn't believe the sign. He chose to ignore what God showed him. And that's very sad for him. Yes. But I think it's pretty cool that God knew... God knew he was going to ask for a sign. Yeah. He's like, and he was ready for him. Yes. When he Pharaoh had this, a pretty hard heart. And he will yep. show him this. And Pharaoh just, just chose not to believe it anyway. That's a pretty incredible sign not to believe, Pharaoh. Now, I'm going to read our New Testament passage. It's out of Acts 28, verses 1 through 6. And it talks about Paul and the experience that he had. After we were brought safely through, we then learned that the island was called Malta. The native people showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and welcomed us all, because it had begun to rain and was cold. When Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and put them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. (gasps) When the native people saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man is a murderer. Though he has escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. He, however, shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. They were waiting for him to swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw no misfortune come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. That's a pretty incredible story. Oh, yeah. Those people knew what a viper was, and they knew if you got bit by a viper, you were going to die. Yeah. There was no way around it. You but were just, Paul didn't. You were dead. And yeah, God spared Paul. He that, that viper had no power over Paul because God was protecting him because God wanted to show those people of Malta who he was and that he was all-powerful God. You know, it's really interesting. This story is still talked about and celebrated on Malta to this day. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Which is pretty incredible. So I think is really cool. Yeah. They're... Um, both of these stories, are, like we mentioned, are signs from God to show who he was. Because there were times and places before where the knowledge about God and the belief in him was new. Cause, because either people hadn't um, heard God's word, the Bible, or yeah. it was very new. And of, instead of being angry with people for like questioning whether or not... They were hearing the truth. Yeah. God was gracious and sent them a sign to prove that he was the truth and that his words were right and that we should listen to them. Yeah, that's pretty great of him. So loving. He didn't just say, how dare you question me? You're all dead. He said, no, this is who I am. Let me show you. Yeah. Well, what about now? God could give more signs 
But his word, the Bible, has been verified over and over and over in many different ways. So we don't need signs like this. We Because we have the Bible. Right. Right in front of us. We can read it every day. And we can read about all these cool things that God did to show who he was. Our verse of the day is 2 Peter 1.19. And it says, And we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed to which you will do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Um, It says that we don't need all those miraculous things to see in our day now because he already did them and, and the Bible tells us all about them and it tells us about God and who he is and what he did and what he still does in the in the lives of people. So if we want to know who God is and what he does and what kinds of things he works in the, in people's lives, all we have to do is read the Bible. Yeah. And God still can do miracles. He's still all powerful and he still loves people. He still can do miracles. Yeah, he still works in people's lives in miraculous ways. Mm-hmm. But if you have questions, the Bible will tell you the truth, the answers. Yeah, because he's a pretty great God. Yeah. So there we have it. The set of snakes snakes. as signs. I'm I'm with Moses. I would have been like, ooh, I'm getting out of here. Run away. (laughs) But he did a good job when when God said no. Run away. Pick it up by the tail. Come back. Pick it up by the tail. I'll obey you. He did. Moses knew who protected him. (laughs) Yes. And so did Paul. And the same God that protected Moses and protected Paul from those snakes can protect you, too, mm-hmm. in your life from yes. whatever you're facing. Yeah. Um. So, I think that we should tell jokes because we know that our puppet posters love jokes. They love our jokes. Just like we do. Do snakes measure in inches? Huh. I I don't know. Why? Why do they measure in inches? Measure in inches because they don't have any feet. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that makes sense. <laughs> I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Being back next to riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I have a snake joke too. Alright, lay it on us, Steven. Why should you never use a snake as a boomerang? <laughs> um, because you don't want to touch it. No, it's Be- because they'll always come back to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good joke. Oh, that's probably true. Don't touch snakes. No. Actually, uh, there are snakes out there that are safe to touch. Yes. You just need to know which ones are which. Right. My right. brother Aaron loves to play with snakes. <laughs> Aaron and I should hang out one time, go yeah. look for some snakes. Away from me. <laughs> yes, but it is very important to know which snakes are okay to touch. Yep. So yep. you should... Research. Yes. Do your research. research. Talk to your mom or dad. Yeah. And figure that out before you just go and pick up a snake. Because yeah. some can hurt you. Yep. All right. So that's our Miracle miracle Animal of the Bible podcast for today. And we would love to hear from you if you would love to write us 
our email is StephenLydiaSing at yahoo.com. Um, or you can tweet us um, at Stephen Lydia, or you can visit our website at ghhinc.org. Yeah. What else can they do? Um, well, you can go on YouTube and watch right. Adventures with Stephen and Lydia. Yes. Our channel is ghhinc. Of course, you can find those through the website too. Right. So if you're already on the website, somebody has helped you or given you permission to go on our website, you can find them through there too. Yes. Uh huh. Or if it's just easy to think of, adventures with Stephen and Lydia.com. It all it all goes together. It works yeah. there too. We've tried to make it easy for you to find us because yeah. we like you, friends, and we want we want to be part of your lives. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there you go, and we will hopefully you will listen to us next podcast. Right. We can't wait. Well, we'll have another miracle animal. Yeah. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands. Thank you.